Hello, and welcome to the Golden Heart Rising podcast. My name is Tara Kabatov, and I'll be sharing information around personal transformation, healing, the law of attraction, manifestation, the human condition, and the great mysteries of life. Hello and welcome to this episode as I'm going to be discussing messages from the body and the work that I'm doing with regards to body healing and energy clearing. Uh, Also belief system, um, I want to almost say reprogramming in a way. So it goes hand in hand with a lot of the manifestation law of attraction work that I've been focusing on over the last several years. And now this I feel is almost, it almost brings everything together in a very powerful way. So you may have caught some of the videos that I've been publishing or some of my content around the body healing work that I'm doing about what this is, how it works. And in this podcast, I am going to go deeper into how it works, tying everything together, basically of what I've been sharing um, on different platforms and bringing it all into this one space. And first, I also have to mention that um, if you do hear background noises, I do apologize for that because I am in a very noisy place um, and just with the environment around my particular apartment. So um, sometimes there will be a lot of noise. I've been waiting for things to calm down a little bit. So hopefully I caught a good moment to record this podcast. But if you catch anything in the background, I do apologize for that. So Many of you may have, again, caught um, some of my posts, my content, my discussions around messages from the body from Michael Lincoln. Now, this is something I was introduced to probably uh, two years ago around, give or take, and um, about three years ago, I was in a very, very, very difficult place. I mean, it was basically uh, the impact of several, like most of my life, I want to say, but uh, it was just this this ongoing year after year going deeper and deeper deeper into great loss and taking a lot of hits over and over and over again and I was living in perpetual cycle but I didn't know how to get out and it was going really downhill in a state where I was completely lost and you may have caught some of my other content before talking about this but I was at this point where it was just my breaking point I was basically depleted I was at my end and I had a friend of mine who was a massage therapist and she was she is an empath and she's extremely intuitive and feels very deeply and she was giving me a massage and she said to me that there's something else out there for you there's a a larger calling there's something greatness um, a bigger calling for you and I was face down on the table and I just started crying and I said I know I know there is I just don't know what it is I don't know how to reach it I'm I have no I was completely again depleted And she said, uh, I think you need to see this healer who I've been seeing. And uh, she put me in touch with this woman. And this is the woman who introduced me to this work. And she basically started working on me for some time before we really um, ramped things up. So at that time, um, again, I was I was open to anything. I am open to anything. I'll try anything. Uh, it took me six months to get in to see her. So I booked the appointment with her. And um, she actually lived in the same in Calgary where I lived as well. But during the six months, I ended up packing in my place. I put all my things in storage and I went out to my mom's um, as a complete just shut down and, and restart and regroup uh, moment in my life. So I wasn't sure that I would actually be able to keep that appointment. But uh, the six months came up and I sent her a note and I just said, hey, I we have an appointment, but I've moved. I'm, I'm not in Calgary anymore. Um, I'm out at my mom's in British Columbia. 
I'm not sure if I can make the meeting. I thought it was going to be in person, but she said, no problem. We can do it over the phone. So I thought, great, that's perfect. Uh, this was during the summer. And so where my mom lives, it's a, it gets very, very hot in the summer. And it was a very hot summer that year. I remember it specifically. On my mom's property, uh, we can't get cell service. So I had to drive my car off the property. And I remember it was extremely hot outside. So I had to park my car on some random dirt road and with the windows down and just sitting in this car and going through this healing session with this woman. And what she said to me, uh, and I'm going to go over this work as well, what she said to me just broke me open. And there was a lot of a lot of releasing. Um, it was probably two hours. At the end of it, she ended up guiding me into my heart space as well. And this is part of the work that I do. If you know the seven stages for healing and opening the heart, this is one of the areas that I really focus on because we lose sense. And I'm I'm only going to touch briefly on it because it's not the, uh, this is not the focus of this particular um, episode. However, when we lose connection with our heart, and it's easy to do, if we've gone through a lot of hits in life, if we've become busy, if we become distracted, if we focus on other things, it's so easy to lose focus of our heart space. And our heart space is at the center of it all. I, I, I would honestly say between our heart and our mind is really our are really two of the points that we really need to connect with for creation, for healing, for transformation, for upgrading our consciousness, for becoming more uh, in alignment with what we want to create, the law of attraction, all of it, having peace and mind. I'll, I'll get into the seven stages um, later at a different point, but she also guided me through my heart. And at that time, when I went through that exercise, my heart was black. There was nothing there. And I, I mean, even going into that meditation, I considered myself to be a very loving and feeling deeply into situations and having so much compassion and care, I thought, well, yeah, I mean, I'm connected with my heart. But when I really went into it, there was no connection with it whatsoever. And it made me so sad. So it was really it just brought up so much emotion to go into my heart, like to really connect with it. And that also created a lot of awareness within myself about how much work I really needed to do. And I thought I was doing the work with a lot of these affirmations and rewiring my mind and meditations but no this this took it to a whole new level and that's why I'm very dedicated to this work because this goes right to the source this goes right deep and it creates big change in our lives so the messages from the body I'll get into this now this is the work that I had done on myself, I guess, if you want to say, um, from this healer. Uh, we became quite close, uh, really great friends over some time. And I was going through a dark night of the soul. She was also going through some things as well. So we traded, um, we trade, we did a trade and we worked one-on-one -on -one for, um, for several months consecutively. So we focused on our work together through this time of transformation. She did her work here, um, which is what I'm going to share with you. Um, and my helped, I helped her in return as well. So we went really, really deep into this work. And from my perspective, and I've known this for years, I've known this for years that I was going to help others through my experiences. I just didn't know how it was going to play out. And because I have the ability and the interest to go deep into my experiences, how things feel, how things work, I go really deep into things like deep into the feelings, deep into the information, deep into the research, wanting and searching and wanting to know the source of all of this, not only information, but how it feels. So when I was going through a lot of this work with her a lot of this releasing 
I was still transforming. I was still going through the dark night of the soul. It wasn't um, until probably the last little while in the last several months where I really felt a big difference in major difference in who I am, my energy, my mentality, my emotions, just how I'm interpreting the day, how I how I move through the day and how I um, process certain situations as well. So this work isn't just about the body. Although yes, it definitely heals the body. And uh, I can speak from experience, she can speak from experience. Um, it is uh, very powerful for healing the body. But it's more than that, it goes into your emotions, it goes into your your thought processes, it's all energy. So when we hold on and we harbor energy and memories and beliefs within our body, we just hold on to it. And it, it takes energy away from us expanding into a greater experience. And when we have all these energy, you can imagine them as like little balls of tension for simplistic purposes, little balls of tension in different areas of your body, just sucking energy from you. That's what it's like. And so it depletes energy from you. It ends up harming your body, but it also ends up pulling energy away from you living in an expansive mode, from you living fully, freely, heart open, mind calm, creating the life you desire. And it's not just create, it's yes, it's part creation, but it's also experiencing life. You know, it really takes away from experiencing fully. The belief system plays a huge role in how we interpret the world, how we respond in the world, the relationships that we attract, how we, how we interpret relationships, how we see success, how we interpret success, everything in life, everything in life, and just enjoyment in life, all of it. So that's why this work is so important. It's not just about the body, but yes, that's a huge part of it. It is also around the belief system. It's all also around in how we just experience life in general. It's everything. Energy is everything. And if we have stored energies and beliefs within our body, it's taking away energy from us, it's depleting and distracting us from expanding into something greater, from upgrading our consciousness, from experiencing life in full capacity. So basically how it works is we hold beliefs in our body. We have stored memories from childhood. A lot of this is childhood. Some is from past life as well. Um, but a lot of it comes from how we were raised. And this is not around parent bashing. It says this in the book. It is. It, we have to come to a place of understanding that we've gone through experiences. It, we need to come to a place where we understand, look, this is our story. There's nothing wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with anyone because of what you've gone through. And sometimes we hide it. We might hold on to guilt or shame because because of what has happened to us, because we think we're the bad person, we think something has happened to us, therefore we're bad, we're, we've done something wrong, and we own it, we almost carry that energy, or it could be resentment, it could be anger, however it plays out, every story is a bit different. But since I've been working through this with a lot of people, I'm starting to see a lot of patterns within how we react and how we respond to situations in our life. Now, trauma, I feel, in my opinion, we've all experienced trauma directly or indirectly. Trauma is ranges. There's a, there's a wide range of different kinds of traumas. There's a wide range, a range of different kinds of circumstances or situations. I'm going to get into all of them right now. Now, Dr. Lincoln, unfortunately, is not with us anymore. I was hoping that he would be because he is my hero. He is my new hero of life of someone who unfortunately isn't with us anymore, but has left a legacy that I feel can very much change the world. Now, this work is beyond anything, as I mentioned, that I've ever experienced. And it is 
it's not just me who thinks this, I've worked with other people as well, that really can change your life, that can really bring your life back. And it's very eye-opening work. It really is. But you have to be in a place to be ready to be open for this. And sometimes we need to be at a place where we are at our end, literally, maybe from a from a health standpoint, or just energetic standpoint, or mental or emotional standpoint. And that was for me and some of the people as well I've worked with, you get to that point where you're like, I'm ready, I'm ready, I don't want to live like this anymore. I don't want these patterns. I don't want the limitations. I don't want to feel this way. I want change. And when you want change, then you're ready. I feel that's when your soul is basically waking up and saying, it's time. It's time to let go of the old. It's time to change. It's time to shift. It's time to evolve. And that is when you're ready. And I have made the mistake to uh, open this book for people who haven't been ready. And it, it, it didn't resonate the same. It didn't, the experience wasn't the same as someone who is ready. And I do feel that you have to be ready for this work. You have to be ready to go into this. All right. So breaking this down into the different and and as i mentioned we all have traumas you can call it difficulties you can call it uh traumas you can call it certain situations in life whatever it is there's energy there's experiences there are beliefs again that we have brought into our system because of situations that we've gone through in our life that we have embedded in our body and held on to subconsciously this is all very subconscious work some of it could be conscious most of it subconscious and you have to go deep within and this work is deep. So it will go right to the source. So some of the difficulties that suppress the immune system, um, as mentioned in this book, are criticism, anger, resentment, guilt, shame, grief, and fear. Now, these experiences that we've gone through all leave uh, an imprint within our subconscious, within our belief system, and within our energetic being, if you will, within our heart, within our mind, within our soul. And when we hold on to these energies over time, if we don't address them, if they get worse and worse and worse, if they get triggered by the outside world, then we get sick. Not only do we get sick, it affects our relationships with the outer world, with other people and within ourselves. It limits us to how far we can go in life. It limits our energy. It can also feed into limiting beliefs, low worth, getting stuck in the mind, overthinking, getting stuck in the past. So I'll get into all of these. I'll break these down right now. First, we'll look at criticism. I'm reading this right from the book here. Criticism arises from a feeling of wanting to hands-on control everything due to a childhood in which such control was critical for cosmic acceptance, physical and or emotional survival, family protection, sense of worth, quality of life, etc. When this control mania occurs, it results in disorders in which the environment impact systems are affected, such as arthritis. So he just gives arthritis as one example. But have you been criticized before when you were young? We live in a very critical society, highly critical. Criticism also feeds into perfectionism. I'll give an example if you have not experienced criticism, but I have experienced all of these. So I will speak from experience. Criticism is you're doing this wrong. What's wrong with you? How come you can't do that right? Looking at people in a way or looking at a certain situation and finding the negative out of it. 
rather than going deeper in and thinking, okay, well, maybe this person needs help. Maybe the situation can be done differently. Being open-minded rather than rigid and controlling. Criticism, I'll tell you right now, criticism, anger, resentment, guilt, shame, grief, and fear eat away at the soul. They are very suppressive, repressive, oppressive energies. And we've all experienced this in some form because this is the society that we come from. So even if you've had a a decent childhood, a good childhood, you might think, well, nothing was really wrong with my childhood. But if you've gone through criticism, anger, resentment, guilt, shame, grief, or fear, you very well could be holding on to these energies in your body. If you have any aches and pains, then your body is sending you signals. And it also will reflect in how you treat others, how you perceive others, how you treat the world, how you treat yourself, how you see the world. Is it limited? Is it, is it imperfect? Is it wrong? Are people doing things wrong? And also for criticism, sometimes the first thing, and I've, I've, I've been through crime. I know this very well. I've been through criticism a lot in my life. The first thing someone would say to you would be something critical. Hey, you know, you should do this you're doing that wrong. You should do it this way. That is criticism. If you lived under criticism, then you can also end up thinking, well, I'm not doing things right. And maybe even try to prove yourself even harder or prove yourself more or become, try to become accepted. And you're just going to be set up for failure because in your mind, you'll be feeling like you're always doing something wrong. There are so many different underlying causes and effects here with all of these things in how you end up interpreting the world, but and then in how you start forming your beliefs and how you start showing up in the world. Let's go under anger. Anger comes from experiencing obstacles that can't be overcome. And the resulting impasse ends up in our turning from seeking to remove the obstacles to attacking other people in the environment and the universe. This tends to lead to conditions that emphasize infections, boils, burning, fever, and inflammations. Have you ever experienced anger? So anger can be from within, can be from an external environment. Anger also does perpetuate anger. I'm sure you've seen it. When someone's angry, they project their anger onto someone else and the other person projects back because the obstacle can't be overcome and resulting impasse ends up in turning from seeking to remove the obstacle to attacking other people, the environment and the universe. So we'll look at resentment. Resentment is based on a feeling of victimization and powerlessness and turns into smoldering fires that eat and fester away at the body until diseases like cancer and tumors develop. Do you know resentment? Holding on to the past, being angry at parents, being angry at friends, being angry at how you were raised, being angry at the world, walking like there's a shadow around you all the time, only seeing things as the negative instead of the light. Now, if you haven't experienced it yourself, I'm sure you have seen it in other people. And I also want to mention, this is a very important part before I forget, when we hold on to these energies, unconsciously, subconsciously, or consciously, it alters the way we look, it alters the way we are perceived, how other people see us, and the energy that we give off in the world that is part of the law of attraction. 
So for me, when I did this work, my physiology has changed. My, of course, my energy has changed. My face has changed. I look back at photos that I had of myself probably three or four years ago. I look completely different. I looked like a man back then. I was so tense. I was so protective, strong, fighting for my life, fighting for success. You know, just really, I was on all the time. And now things have softened out. Things have become lighter. Things have become expansive. Things have become from love frequency, you know, really moving into this beautiful, expansive mode. And yes, my my face is changing. I've probably turned the clock back several years from this work. And yes, I believe that if we're holding onto this energy and a lot of it, then we will age ourselves faster. And I'm sure you've seen it. I'm sure you've seen it in, in other people, see it in their eyes, see it in their face, see it in how they hold themselves, how they deal with life, how their face facial expressions are. All right, guilt. Guilt is anger turned against the self with a resulting self-attacking. It leads to self-punishment and pain. Self-hobbling illnesses like emphysema and herpes are the result. Have you experienced guilt before? There are many other ailments, by the way, that result from all of these. I think he's only giving a couple examples here. But guilt We hold on to guilt when we think we've done something wrong, or if someone punishes us for something we've done that has made us feel like we are in the wrong, like we've done something wrong, and then we hold on to it. I'm guilty because I don't do this. I'm guilty because I haven't shown up for this person. I'm guilty because this happened in my life and they were mad at me or I've been punished for it. We hold on to guilt. Oh, I know this one very well. So this is anger turned against the self. So it could come from external. It could come from a parent again. It could come from the friends, other family members, whatever it is. You've done something wrong. You're wrong. Um, How could you do this to me? Uh, You destroyed the family, whatever it is. Um, These are the things that we hold on to thinking for the rest of our life that we've done something wrong. We're in the wrong. It limits us again. Now, shame. Shame is generalized guilt, and the attack that results from shame is on the general self-sustenance systems. As a result, it ends up in disorders of the life support system, such as the blood, the liver, and the immune system. Have you been shamed? If you haven't, shame is generalized guilt, of course. Again, I've done something wrong. And then shame, if there's this belief within self where I've done something wrong, or I can't believe I did that. And what was I thinking? How are people going to see me? I can't show up in the world this way. People are going to judge me. People are going to ridicule me. All right, so let's go into grief. Grief is the reaction to loss and deprivation. And its expression involves the entire respiratory system, along with the fluid treatment systems such as the kidneys and bladder. Suppressed grief therefore produces such things as lung problems, ear infections, and sinus difficulties, as well as heart problems. If you've experienced loss in your life, the heart, grief is in the heart. So you go through loss and you hold it in. And if we don't know how to connect with our emotions or we don't know how to release, then we hold it in. 
And then we go through this loss that we might not ever be able to get over. We might, might not ever to be able to release. It just sits within us. We hold it in and we can't let it go. And letting go is the most powerful thing. Coming to terms with things is the most powerful things. We get to free ourselves. We get to move on. We get to let go. So grief is of loss. Fear. Fear activates the adrenal system for all out emergency action. It suppresses the vegetative systems, such as digestion, regarding them as being of less importance during the emergency. Chronic fear thus tends to result in things like stomach and intestinal disorders, along with diseases of the kidneys and bladder. The healer I was mentioning at the very beginning of this uh, recording had told me something very interesting that has stuck with me. Fear and love. We're either in fear or love at any time. Fear could very well be at the basis of many of these things as well. If we're in fear, we hold ourselves in. We lock ourselves in. We protect ourselves. We limit ourselves. We might not want to express ourselves. We might not want to put ourselves out into the world. We might not want to reach the success that we want. We might not want to open our heart because of fear. So fear activates the adrenal system for all-out emergency action. It's very suppressive. Now, this is mostly to the digestion, but I feel that fear very well could affect a lot. Many of these experiences could affect a lot, truthfully, but fear very well could be at the foundation of many of these things. So for instance, if you think of fear with grief, grief could be the fear of letting go. If you look at fear with shame, shame could be the fear of expressing fully, of being fearless with our actions, feeling free with how we want to share our ideas and ourselves with the world. So if you go through all of those, same with resentment, guilt, anger, criticism, fear of protection, protecting self, fear of getting hurt, fear of pain, So many of these uh, experiences here basically influence how we feel about ourselves, our belief system again, how we process emotions, how we process information. So it's not just about the body. It's also how we feel about life and how we interpret life and how we interpret our emotions and how we move through all situations in life, the day-to-day or daily experiences. So looking at how this works, I feel that I meant to do this. I feel that it aligns with what I've gone through in my life the last 15 years, especially working with the body, being very um, conscious of it, being very aware, doing a lot of research just separately, not from this particular work, and then the energy work as well. So connecting all the dots with everything that I've gone through over the last while, having a highly intuitive sense, being very sensitive with energy understanding people from a very deep place. And when I work with people, it's more the energy and understanding their story, the energy that they might be uh, carrying, the pain, the hurt, the traumas, whatever it is within them. My intuitiveness with this work is very strong. I'm actually quite surprised how I fell into this, how I was introduced to it, how I connect with it, and how I work with others. And I can feel others when I go through this work. I feel the energy. There's a there's a shift in energy that I feel or I, I may take on a little bit as well. But there's an exchange of energy that happens with myself and the other person. 
And it becomes very, very powerful when we're in the moment. It's almost as if we're in a bubble and nothing else exists in the outer world. It's just the exchange between myself and this other person going right into the source of where they are in that time, going right to the source effect. So this is part intuitive. I almost want to say the majority is intuitive. The rest is direct. So if someone has uh, neck pain, for example, I would go into neck or spine or back, but then the rest would be intuitive. And it could even go into stomach, for example, or somewhere that there's a connector everything's connected in our body. And it could be triggering different areas of our life where we store energies in certain areas, but it may show up in a different part of our body. So there are all these different connectors that that work in tandem that affect different parts of our body. And you have to remember, we're more multidimensional, there are so many aspects to ourselves, to our body, of course, And so you have to be very open-minded with this work. You have to be ready to go to the root cause or to go to the root of what may be causing some of the experiences in your life, or even might be if you're not having body pain, which a lot of us do, then it could be the emotional state, the hesitation, the blocks, the feeling limited, the maybe pit in the stomach or in the heart, or really dealing with stress a certain way or being detached in a certain way, whatever it is. I mean, there are so many different, different ways of experiencing life. But the more that we can understand within ourselves and the more that we can do this work and let go, the freer that we are, we can experience so much more, so much more. And truthfully, I am amazed at the change that I've gone through from where I was definitely two years ago, my goodness, a complete difference, complete difference, but not just within the areas that I was expecting, within more, so much more, because everything is connected And again, when we're holding on to energy within our body, it depletes us from other experiences that we might have, or other ways of interpreting the world or enjoying the world or enjoying our experiences again, or the success that we want to create or being open for new ideas or being able to create the reality that we want and believing in it and feeling it. So it's a very, very powerful practice or technique, if you want to call. So Again, it's part intuitive, part direct. And when I work with people, I I do enjoy going deep and right to the cause. And I'll have discussions with people around how are you feeling? What are you experiencing? Do you have anything getting in the way? Are there any limitations? There might be even literal aspects as well. Where are you holding pain in your body? Or where are you holding maybe energy? Can you feel within your body? What needs to be looked at? And it goes from everything from experience in life, belief system, energy, maybe fatigue, anxiety, um, digestion, just even basic common things really right to yes, major pains, ailments, and emotional experiences. And of course, if you've caught some of my other content, I've been talking about this a lot that our belief systems form our reality. Our belief systems affect our mind, our emotions, therefore will attract that frequency back and will limit us in the reality that we want to create. So our belief systems are at the root of the way that we feel about ourselves, the success that we feel that we can create, the relationships that we want, be having our heart open, um, wanting to live a, a certain lifestyle, for example, or heal from the past or whatever it is. That belief system inside is the source of everything that you're going to create outwardly. So by targeting the belief system, which is this work, then you get to release and you get to open up to more expansive energy, you get to create more, you get to live more. 
you get to experience more. Inside out, that is how it's addressed. It might take a month, it might take a couple months, it might take a couple years. The best results with this work I've seen have happened within a couple months, a few months of dedicated work, maybe. Depends on everyone's journey. Everyone's journey is different. Mine was severe. And I know that I had to go through a lot of these hits in life to now do this work, to understand it. So I've seen a lot of change immediately, well, myself included, when I first did this work. There probably will be an immediate big shift. And then after that, it would be a little bit more work, depending again on your situation or on a person's situation. But there would be continual work to get through to a place of readiness, where even maybe someone could take this work and just continue on with other different techniques. Um, Because I do include meditations with this work, I do include uh, reprogramming as well, because you have to think of this as one step of releasing the past. But then you also have to start creating your future. And the mind is a huge aspect of it. So if we've been holding on to a certain belief system within our mind, we have to start letting it go and moving from that place of where we've been for our life, our whole life for years, letting go of that and starting to reprogram our future. So there are a couple steps involved and I'm now integrating all of this together in these sessions, letting go and releasing the past, transitioning into the new. And I know that everything that I've been doing now is making sense into this one offering, into this one ability to really transform. So I do hope that offers a bit more insight and a bit more information with the work that I do with the messages from the body, especially the belief system again, releasing energy and what we store within our system, within our body. This is work that will change your life. This is work that will help you achieve what you want. This is work that will help you live the life that you are desiring or your soul is calling or that you that you might be drawn towards but maybe can't quite get there just yet it helps in so many areas of life so if you're interested there is a link on my website for body healing and i do suggest even reading about it if you have any questions at all please reach out to me i am always available to answer any questions i also offer free consultations if you just want to talk about maybe things that you've gone through or maybe even some um, areas within your body that you'd like to focus on i definitely can help share some more information and help guide you through your transformation so i'm wishing you all the best i'm sending much love and until next time i will be seeing you soon take care